for you. An artist, a challenge, a bullshit, a wisdom and a surprise. Tune in and feel the magic of fire. Hello everyone, this is Marta and Marta only because Anna is still figuring out how to make her corporate life and her hobbies match together when one and the other are happening in the same hours. But fear no more, we will make it happen. We will figure this out and we will bring you Anna back. At least we will try to do so. So... Luckily, I'm not here all alone, so you're not going to have to listen to me just rumbling around. I actually have two guests in the studio, and as always, I have Dave. Always? No, no, it hasn't been always. Always in this season? <laughs> True. <laughs> yes, always. It's uh, it's not the best wor- word to, <laughs> to well, describe. Well, I always keep you in my heart. Yes. that Since I met you, really. So it's not always as well. Yeah. But what is time? Yeah, what is time? <laughs> okay, no, don't worry, guys. We are not going to talk about time. And we started this year, 2021, on a pretty heavy note. We're talking about suicide and addiction. And now we have something much lighter for you guys. We are going to talk about young love. And in order to talk about it, which I or Dave couldn't talk about <laughs> ourselves <laughs> as we are not that young anymore. I'm still young in spirit. Yes. Yes, it could be spiritual young love <laughs> or spirited young love, but we have actual young people. That's what I wanted to say. And <laughs> okay, now you hear many people giggling, so yeah. you know this is true. All right, so I want to welcome you uh, warmly, Jonas and Aiste. Hello. It's nice to be here. <laughs> and uh, yeah, and we are going to talk about you and about your young love. So I would first like to ask a couple of questions to Aiste. Aiste was already. Um, guest on our other podcast, Small Business Rising. And she's as she's a pretty entrepreneurial lady. But now she's here together with a very special guy that she loves to talk about her love life. How lovely is that? So Aiste, tell us, who are you? Well, I am Aiste. People call me Aiste. <laughs> so that I remember <laughs> in the other podcast as well. Um, I am owner of Idaful, which is a company that um, helps young designers to sell their clothing. Um, at the same time, I help my husband with some marketing management, I guess, as far as I can. And that's about all I can say about myself. So how old are you, if that's okay to yes, ask? of course. At this age, <laughs> it is very okay, right? <laughs> I'm 21. 21. So 
21 and you heard that right guys that that guy is a husband so that's a pretty yeah that's a pretty big statement at this get age young. get them young yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, which color describes you best and why I actually think Jonas will say the same, actually, if <laughs> you ask him the same question. Um, I think blue represents me best. It's just my favorite color, and it's just peaceful, I guess. It makes me feel at peace as well. So if I could choose one, it would be blue for sure. Okay, sounds good. Let's move on to Jonas. So tell us, Jonas, who are you? Well, I am Jonas, uh, 24, uh, and... I'm Isis artist, I guess. I do music, and she she does the managing, as you said. Um, well, I've always been into the arts and doing creative stuff, so that's, I guess, who I am as a person. <laughs> All right. And what about which color describes you best and why? Well, as Isis said, I would choose blue as well because that's always been my favorite color, and I think it's because it has a calming quality to it. Um, yeah. It makes me feel nice, I guess. <laughs> you know that you can have other colors. Yeah, we know, we know, we know. <laughs> <Okay>. That's <laughs> one thing in common, I guess. Yes. <laughs> I think, right. yeah. Well, I'm going to ask you one more question, which we have asked. I believe we have asked Aista in the other podcast. So if someone is very curious, you can listen to that podcast. But Jonas, I wanted to ask you, who did you want to become when you were a kid? Oh, that's a good question. Well, actually, the first thing I wanted to do when I was a kid, I, I used to draw a lot, and I wanted to be a comic book artist. Um, so that was how it started out. Uh, and then, you know, next I wanted to be an actor, and, you know, now I want to be a musician. So I guess I've always been into to creative. Yeah, creative, artsy yeah. stuff. All right, so you have actually followed pretty well on that uh, journey from the childhood maybe you're not using <laughs> your you uh, hand as much as your <laughs> voice uh, now but that's still something and now uh, I hope you have prepared for the question that I'm gonna ask you now so we now know that you're married yes. and I have a question to both of you to tell us something about yourselves you wouldn't like your future children to know mm. oops that's, that's a difficult question, I think, because I wouldn't, and I think Jana's the same way, I'm not sure, but we talked about this previously uh, quite a few times, and I think it would be wrong to not want our kids to know something about us. I think everything would be fine, and if we did something wrong, at least in, for me, um, then they can learn from it. I mean, it's not, I don't think there's anything I would like hide from from the kids so <laughs> I don't think maybe I didn't do anything that wrong <laughs> maybe She's that's a saint. What, it's, what it's no saying. but you are a saint you you know I'm a saint <laughs> in, a in some aspects <laughs> uh, that's a statement but I, I don't think there's anything really do, do you no I, I agree I feel like that's what you're supposed to do as a parent you're supposed to guide your kids and you're supposed to to let them know you know the things that you might have done wrong and what you possibly would have done different in that situation um so i don't really have a thing off the top of my yeah, head it's that better I, if they learn from our mistakes than from their own like you know they don't have to repeat <laughs> the same mistakes then they can make their bad. own mistakes and then they can tell their kids not to make those <laughs> mistakes 
<laughs> maybe at some point there will be a person who does no mistakes because he heard about all the possible mistakes. In, in many generations from now. In many generations. <laughs> well, obviously you don't have kids yet because if you think that kids can learn from your mistakes <laughs> by you telling them, well, think again. Well, precis. <laughs> you can always be hopeful. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's a nice thing that you feel this way. I, I like it a lot that you feel this way, but... I don't know if you remember yourself, but learning from someone told you about the mistake, it's a quite... A I think my parents told a lot about their mistakes and I don't think... I mean, there are mistakes that you repeat, you want it or not, but there are also a lot that I would never do. And he also knows about some of them, about stories that my parents would tell. And uh, I think it helped me to like not want to do those things because I knew that that leads to maybe something a little bit not so great. So I think it's it's a good thing. And they might, they won't listen to all of them, but obviously not. They might, kids. so you can try. <laughs> right. okay. I, re I remember asking my dad, "Did you make any mistakes?" And he looked at me very seriously and said, "Yes, you." <laughs> <laughs> was he joking, Dave? No, I actually was true. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, I rough. I learned from his mistake, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> which means I'm saying personal learning, you know. Well, you're living examples that you can learn from parents' mistakes. And of course, you can from some of them. It all depends on your personality and on your relationship and stuff. Too many factors. All right. Never mind. Nothing funky here to share. That's, uh, <laughs> that's the conclusion. <laughs> all right. Let us go into your love story <coughs> and choose between yourselves who's going to speak, because obviously uh, we need one of you, you know, at a time. Uh, doesn't sound very good at the radio when you are. Should I? Uh, yes. Well, um, I was supposed to teach ice the guitar. That was how we started communicating. That, that was how she, 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 be she became interested in me. And she wasn't really, you know, interested in me like that. I, when, when she when she came to, to you know, do the, the guitar lesson, I thought it was, you know, a quote unquote guitar lesson. Um, but I wanted it to be more because I was obviously smitten with her very, very pretty face and, you know, <laughs> lovely features. So, um, but I still was purely there for a guitar lesson. So I always say that I, you know, afterwards tricked her into loving me. <laughs> but okay, uh, rewinding just a few steps before that guitar lesson happened, I used to how... How did you find him? How did you ask it him? It was for through the internet. I have wanted to play guitar for a while and I had a couple of opportunities to like start. I had some teachers, music teachers that afterwards uh, left my school and then I ended up not learning anything. And before I came to Denmark, I bought a ukulele. So I learned how to play that. And then it just, I just came around Janus and I was like, oh, I can try and ask if he can give me a guitar lesson. And at that point, I also didn't have a lot of money or anything. And I was like, you know, do you want to just meet up and maybe play, like teach me how to play guitar and stuff? And I thought maybe we'll be friends, but mostly I wanted a guitar lesson <laughs> or a couple of them. So when we met, I mean, I went to his place and um, we just played a guitar for a little bit by the song that I picked. And it just was very nice and I stayed there for longer afterwards I think and we just talked for a long period of time and then I just went home and I just felt like it was a very nice experience and after a couple of lessons he invited me on a date so and I said yes and it was just it just went naturally I would say from from that initial um, guitar lesson to this nice kind of conversations into kind of dating. 
So you chose a random guy on internet to teach you guitar and you went to his place. I'm not sure how well your parents shared those mistakes with you. <laughs> But that doesn't sound very wise. No, I'm joking. <laughs> you know, there's those 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 emails or my landlords knew where I am, so it wasn't like <laughs> it wasn't like I was like if you you know where I was. If, if I don't come back then <laughs> yeah. And of course we I t we talked for a while before before that as yeah. well. So it's it wasn't really yeah. I think when we started talking we also talked about that we were both into theater. Yeah. That you did. had done some acting and I did some acting when I was younger. Yeah, yeah so. we did. It, there was just a lot of like common, I guess, interests and also I thought he's pretty slim and all. I know how to break fingers if something happens. I can. <laughs> <laughs> that was kind of my idea. <laughs> that was know, my huh? idea of how I can yeah. how how I can justify the fact that I can go into someone else's. <laughs> okay. Well, very nice. I, uh, <laughs> I I we just found something, you know, uh, something here. So you uh, said, uh, Jonas, that you liked her from the beginning. Yes. And uh, how did you trick her into falling in love with you? Then what did you do? Oh, I think I <laughs> I kind of pretended to be into Eurovision. <laughs> You liar. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, apparently, I didn't know this, but apparently in Lithuania and most of Eastern Europe, uh, Eurovision is a very big thing. And it's not really here in Denmark. We have, we obviously participate in stuff. And then it was right around the time where, I, I don't know how we, you were supposed to go watch it with someone else or something. And then he canceled or something. And then you asked me or I asked you, I think I asked you if you wanted to come and, s and watch it. At my place. Um, yeah. And we bonded over that. And I didn't really, I wasn't, I wasn't really interested in Eurovision. So I kind of just, you know, you know, I wanted to, to lure you in <laughs> with the promise of watching Eurovision. And then, you know, I, I think, I don't know. I don't know if you remember, but I think it was also because when you invited me on a date, we like went into a very nice restaurant. You brought me flowers, which was very nice as well. And even my landlords were like, that's a good boy. He brought flowers. <laughs> it's not a lot of boys do it now. So it's, <laughs> and overall, like he would come when my landlords were at some point on their vacation, he was coming up to make some dinner and stuff. And it was just, he just did everything that uh, that he could have done, I think. And overall, it was just very nice to spend time with him. And uh, he made sure that that's that I feel comfortable around him. I think, and that's that's ultimately what what was uh, the biggest thing for me, at least, that I feel comfortable around someone mm. in that way. All right. So you were having a pretty nice game, I must say. Thank to you. <laughs> uh, to make uh, Aista feel special and safe around you. So how did you guys realize that you want to spend the rest of your lives together? That's a difficult question. I remember the first time I told her I loved her was in a coffee shop downtown. Um, and it was just, I hadn't really thought about it, but it was just out of the blue. And I felt very strongly at that moment that, you know, I did, so I just told her. And then I just, I don't know, I just slowly figured out that, you know, Aista was the girl for me. And I think it's 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 due to a lot of factors. You know, I love her sense of humor. I love her personality. One of the, the greatest aspects of her, I guess, is how empathetic she is and how caring she is, which, I mean, I know I've, I've known f always that I, 
someday want kids. And I think secretly I've always looked for the at sort of the attributes that I would want in the future mother of my children. And I feel like I feel like I just met all of those criteria and, you know, obviously she's beautiful, so I was also attracted to her, so it was just, you know it all fell into place, I think. And then I just realized I, I don't I don't I don't have a specific time when I realized. I just think, you know. One day I just knew, and then, <laughs> yeah. And then you proposed? Well, um, I, <laughs> we talked, I don't know how, we, we were we were very open. I think I, like very early on in our relationship, we talked about the fact that we both want kids and that we want to get married and stuff, not to necessarily to each other, but we were just talking about these things that, you know, people might take years to, to start discussing with each other. And she said that if, if she was to get married or if she was say yes to going to say yes to a proposal the guy would need to get her dad's approval first and <laughs> Isis dad uh, works in the in the Lithuanian military he's like a driving instructor um and and he's he's a pretty scary dude <laughs> i would say like he he <laughs> I would say he looks like a Lithuanian, no, no, Soviet gangster. <laughs> so, so like, I was, I, the, I was honestly more terrified of asking for, you know, for his permission than I was to ask Isis to actually marry me. <laughs> so, I, um, I, also because none of Isis' parents speak English, and I don't speak Lithuanian yet, so I had to have Isis' um, younger sister help me by sitting next to her parents while I was like video phoning them. And I would ask in English if I were, was allowed to ask Isa to marry me. And then, you know, her sister Monica would, would translate. And then, um, yeah. So it was also difficult to keep it a secret from Isa because we live in a one bedroom apartment and I had to go out. I think I told her something, I, I think I told her I needed to go to the store or something. And then I just, and then I called and then asked and then, yeah, I subsequently asked her to marry me on not not on my birthday because it was during Corona, so it wasn't really possible to to do it. But it was at the beach, and it was very nice. My family was there, so so yeah, it was nice. I agree. <laughs> so I think I put you through through a hard mini heart attack by saying that you needed an approval of my dad. It was terrifying, <laughs> it was honestly. Scary. It was very. <laughs> I don't know if it was. If it I don't was know why, it was, but I think it was just like I was afraid that your dad would say no, and then I was like, what? You know, what, what would I do then? <laughs> How did he react? Did he, did, did he <laughs> that was the did funniest he, thing. Did he, did he play with you a little bit? No. Oh. Well, he, 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 he made some jokes earlier on that, you know, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> types, types of jokes that her, her dad would, would make. But, but he just, when, when I asked, he just responded with, okay. <laughs> that was like, that, and, and he, he literally just said, okay. <laughs> and then I was like, Okay. okay. <laughs> and I always. But have you met before? Yeah, yeah, I've been to Lithuania twice now. Um, we wanted to go Chris this Christmas, but obviously because of Corona, that wasn't possible. Um, but yeah, so I've met. But we also uh, Isis family came to Denmark once. I think I met your mother the most. I met her four times. Yeah. But I feel like like right from when I got there the first time, I was very well welcomed. So. I'm not scared of her dad anymore because uh, he's a very <laughs> nice dude. Um, but, you know, it was just, you know, I don't know. 
it was just scary for you. And I get it. I mean, I would be scared too. Like even <laughs> I, I, I talk with your parents quite often and we have a nice relationship, I would say. But for me, it would be scary if I would have to ask yeah. your parents. And with my parents, you can't really communicate that so, much. I and think you yeah. still, but it was all good. My parents afterwards said, you just said, yes, you need to say, maybe, I don't know. Like you needed to like <laughs> <laughs> make a big deal out of it. Yeah. I was like, no, no, I said, yes. I also feel like the reason why your dad was so calm about it was because he trusted your judgment. Uh, but and he also said that to me. He said, so if that's, if that's what you want, then you know best what's best for yeah. you. And that's the case, of course. So how did it look on your side, Aiste, when it came to, how did you know that you want to say yes? and spend the rest of your life? I mean, when we just lived together and so on, I just knew that if it came to it and if he would have asked, um, I would have said yes. I mean, it's it, it wasn't really a question that much. And of course, when he uh, when he proposed, it just it was just a feeling you say yes or no. Like if you would have a some sort of hesitation in that moment, I think then you would be more concerned. But at that moment, it was just... So There's you you moved in before that. So was it that defining moment for you, uh, moving in together? That was the time when it was more about that might be the guy I want to spend the rest I of my life. I think after with? we spent some time after we moved in, like when we when we saw that it's nice to live together, that it's not you know a nightmare, that it's. Uh, that it's nice and it doesn't seem like there's someone else there. It's the same as being, you know, uh, as your own house with your family. And that's kind of what you want to feel. You want to feel like you're with your family, right? And and that's how it felt. And we have a small flat. And even now, some people say, how do you both live in such a small flat? And for us, it's just it's just nice. We have our spaces. We make it work. And we just uh, we just feel nice when we're together. And it doesn't seem crowded or in any kind of other way. Not No, no negative um ideas come to mind when when we're there together so so i think that's that was also one of the things that i was like well if i feel that way in this small space together constantly then and i feel comfortable in that way then it might mean it must mean something all right thank you i feel like it's a good time to play a song so Jonas, would you introduce your own song please Yes, um, this song is called Your Shadow and it came out on Christmas. Um, it is a song that I uh, made with another guy. I wrote it and produced it with him. And that was actually the first time I collaborated with someone uh, doing a song. So um, so that was an exciting thing. Um, we did uh, we did the song in um, in the in the home studio of a pretty famous Danish uh, musician. Uh, his name is Paul Kapps. Um, so, um, so yeah, it was, it was fun to be, be in his studio and he had all these, you know, gold, gold records on the, on the walls and yeah. So this is your shadow. I hear echoes of the walls. Hear our voices from before A lonely street lamp Comforts me at night As I walk towards the light I felt you leave before I felt Like a toy left there on the shelf Oh baby, I can't believe the way you discarded me 
so much uh, for the song Jonas we we were talking over the song so I'll need to listen to it uh, again <laughs> afterwards <laughs> I'm not gonna be able to tell you exactly how I felt about it because we were just chit-chatting That's and cool. we found out that the headphones were not really working so <laughs> <laughs> we did have something to follow up on but now everyone can hear yes. everyone even better than before you guys did very well uh, taking under consideration that your headphones were not working All right, so now we are moving on to uh, the part where we are going to talk about what makes your relationship extraordinary. And here there will be some surprise because I have agreed with Aiste and Jonas that you will prepare that as a surprise for each other, that you will not talk about it before and that you will share what you believe makes your relationship extraordinary and that's something really amazing so let's see what you say i hope it's not going to be exactly the same thing <laughs> but we'll get to see so who would like to start do you want to start should i start um i think the thing that makes our relationship extraordinary is the fact that we trust each other um 
And I think we talk about everything. And I think we always have from the from right from the beginning and there's never been any topic that was, you know, off limits. Um and just I mean we support each other I guess in in everything. Isa supports me with my music. I try to support her with with Idafol. Um she's obviously more capable of supporting me cuz she knows marketing and I don't know anything about fashion. But I feel like we just we just support each other. I think I think that's my answer. We we support each other whenever it's needed and we we're there for each other. Okay. I I would say one of the number one things is that we get each other, we understand each other. Like I know the way he smiles that that something is wrong or or everything is okay no matter what he says. And he does the same with me. He knows when I'm when I'm too tired and I can say whatever I want and he will know. <laughs> he knows when I'm angry or he just he just gets me and I don't have to oftentimes say it even though we do talk and when he wants me to understand me even better he does push me a little bit because he knows he needs to so for me to say what I think and and as he said we do understand the the how much we need to talk with each other and even though sometimes it's hard and you don't want to say or you want to just keep it to yourself and be like everything's fine um we we push through that and we still talk about things that are important Another aspect I think that not a lot of people, at least that I know, uh, share is that we work together on everything, uh, whether it's his projects, whether it's my projects, whether it's similar goals that we have. It doesn't matter how different it is or how, for example, business is different for him. Um, we will try to help each other or learn together. And I think that's an important aspect for a relationship as we want to learn for each other and for ourselves as well. Like with music, I have never done anything with music specifically, and and it was fun to learn, and it was nice to learn. It was nice to go into that realm of of music and management and writing emails and stuff. And I'm sure for him it was also nice to to touch upon some business aspects, uh, do some stories for social media or something like that. And it's a learning curve for us both, and it brings us together most of the time even more when we do something together and learn together and. Uh, express ourselves in different ways and another thing i think we're the same amount of weird <laughs> <laughs> true um, which is also a big thing um being weird together is important i think and our weird goes into these ways of remodeling our apartment that is already small into different spaces making diy backdrops and stuff that we don't use afterwards at all but we just <laughs> we just try to do that and just just um making making our closets into booths not having where to store clothes afterwards just just doing all types of stuff uh, in our way <laughs> and it's um it's very it's very freeing to do that together. So there's those things. Okay, so I like this same amount of weird. <laughs> That's a really That's my word for today, being weird together. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I would say that I, that's also what I would recognize uh, in your relationship, Dave, with Anna. I would what? say same high amount of weird. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, love. You're very welcome. And I think that you are one of the coolest couples. Uh, so that's uh, absolutely a compliment. Thanks. That's <laughs> I'm, I, I'll try to take it like that. Yes. <laughs> a compliment. 
Uh, usually, I don't say many compliments, but this time... I noticed, man. What's yes. wrong? No, it's just I like to tease you. <laughs> Me and Dave, we are born on the same day. Oh. Uh, yeah, we are both yeah. born on 23rd of August. And that's a cusp between Leo and Virgo. Two very opposite signs. And I think that's our kind of weird that we share a yes, little bit. Indeed. So uh, we can tease mm. each other. And, you know, we are we loud. Know, we, know, <laughs> we know which bot- buttons to <laughs> press and how hard. Uh, yes. I might know why I feel so comfortable with you guys because I was born on August 24th. So it's, uh, wow. it's very near. Jeez. <laughs> oh. Hey, you are the odd one out, man. <laughs> <laughs> when were you born? Uh, April 15th. Okay. What a cheaty day. <laughs> <laughs> it's only a joke. And sorry. you, I could have tried a little harder, you know, you could have. Exactly. Lazy. Could have pushed more. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Waiting for an extra day. Puha. Uh, I don't think it's me. It might be my mom. I don't know what she wants. <laughs> well, I believe it's a child, you know, deciding. But anyway, how do I know? <laughs> <laughs> All right, so thank you for sharing. I'm really curious, how do you feel about each other's uh, statements? I agree with what Esther said. I think um, we do those projects together and I feel like that was, you know, how it started. I wanted, she wanted to to learn how to play guitar and I taught her and then it just kind of moved on from there. And I feel like I have improved more in the in the in the time that I've that I've known Aista in terms of being a musician and what comes with being a musician than I have you know the three or four years that I was not with her um because she before I met Aista I didn't know that there was such a thing as music marketing I thought if you had the right song then that was it you just needed to put it out there and then people would magically you know discover it and you know find it and you know <laughs> so that might have been why people didn't listen to my music uh before uh not that they're doing it now but <laughs> i i i don't know i just feel like we we help each other and we we we're there for each other's weird projects and we we allow we allow the weirdness i guess yeah. so i agree with that i also agree with everything you said I mean, we trust each other, and I also kind of mentioned the same thing, that we know each other in, in this weird way, and it just, I think it just comes down to feeling feeling comfortable between each other, because I think everyone is some amount of weird <laughs> that we talked about, or or some about, uh, amount of, uh, um, I don't know, confused sometimes, or mad sometimes, and, and, and it's nice to have someone that you can feel comfortable with, and that's that's the core of it, right, because then you talk about things, then you figure out things, and then you solve things, and I honestly don't know any of, of the arguments, I mean, we haven't been together for that long, but I don't know any <laughs> big arguments that we haven't solved, for example, like, there were there are things that we talk about, and there are things that uh, sometimes are different due to culture and other other things, but we just figure it out and yeah. we just go to it with an open mind. And that's always a nice thing, especially in a relationship. I mean, we said we want to be together for a long time. And if we wouldn't have that, I don't know how we would be together for a long time. <laughs> that's not very possible without uh, this communication and just feeling nice with each other. For sure. So what I uh, picked up, apart from obvious things like communication, which usually it is make it or break it, you know, for uh, most of relationships. um, What I picked up as the other thing is that that part where you support each other very proactively in your passion projects. 
uh, because of course there are many uh, couples where they support each other emotionally and so yeah. on but i understand that you do it like really proactively taking action and in practical terms and so on so can you give us a couple of examples how you do that well um as i've as we've touched about uh i think i has been amazing at pushing me to to do more with my music and to get out there um because when i met her i hadn't put out music in so long because um i f i felt like no one was listening to it so i didn't really want to put anything out there because i thought it didn't really matter and she pushed me to finally put stuff out and you know more people now have listened to the songs that i put out than all of the other music combined that i put out before um and i just feel like she she knows how to she know how she knows how to push me and still be supportive about it and also something that i love about her is that she's not shy about you know letting me know her opinion about my music which i don't know that's not really something i've encountered a lot before because people usually just say well it's nice you know but i used to just flat out says if she doesn't like the song then you know it's she doesn't like it and i had to get used to that because it's if you're if you do something creatively you're not i i am not i'm at least not susceptible to accepting criticism that much i have a hard time accepting criticism um but you know it's made me better you know so that's that's one of the things i guess and when i talked about this like learning process for example for us like i did some marketing for my projects but i never done anything with music and it's obviously a different sphere so so we did i did a lot of research we read a lot of articles together we set up a trello which is like a task management management <laughs> program i put in him some tasks and me some tasks and i researched one things and he researched others and then we just kind of combined what we found and we just did a lot of these learning things together and i think that's also one of those uh, those those things that we do together to support each other right it's 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 a big support mechanism when you can just research and rely on something a little bit more um and as well as just doing like all the youtube banners setups and whatnot uh with uh, with social media and other things and when it comes to idaful uh, and my business, Giannis was always there to kind of be like, you need to sit down and finish this or sitting down and helping me to pick out fonts or colors or anything for the website, the designers as well. He would always look out for designers, sometimes even after the meeting would uh, come up and we would discuss everything together. So it's often this kind of... Um, actually, as you say, proactive help, right? It's not only just saying that you can do this, but it's also helping and it's actually giving advice and it's actually interacting with what you're doing. Um, and that's that's a big, big part of our lives. And I think that's a very nice part of our lives that, that really brings us together because then we can, I don't know, we always have what to talk about. We always have the projects to lean yeah. on and we, we just it it just feels also not so heavy on you when you have someone that is as invested to something you do as you are yeah for sure well i have noticed that you have uh, borrowed your entire persona for uh, jonas's video <laughs> <laughs> that's also so, uh, that's it's a family business <laughs> <laughs> yes what i mean is that Aiste is also playing a role in the um, um what what do you call video music video she the, she was actually i've i've put out out two uh, music videos and she's been in both of them more so in the first one where she she played a character and then in the second one she did some dancing 
that looks really really cool it, we did it with like shadows and stuff because the song is called your shadow obviously um but yeah so she's you know and and we also had uh, a designer from 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 Ista's, uh, company come in and and lend some of her designs for for the second vi video shoot which also made the video cooler so i feel like we you know we help each other out you know yeah, it's intertwining and yeah. all the projects are intertwined and in, in its own as as he said like a designers from our company come and like for the video they supply some clothes and and it's a nice experience for them as well but it's also for us to yeah. kind of share what we already have so for sure so all of you guys who are listening of course all the links uh, to the videos to how to find Einstein how to find Jonas they are all available in the show notes if you're listening to it as a podcast or they are also available at the5options.com so five as a number the5options.com so that's where you'll be able to find it so as I'm listening to it I'm very curious is there something you not to do together do you have like separate parts of your lives where you not do something together? That's a good question. Um, <laughs> recently, Aista has gotten into doing puzzles and I don't know why, but I hate doing puzzles. Like she, <laughs> I, and and I, <laughs> right now our living room floor is taken up by a 4,000 piece puzzle that she's doing bit, bit by bit. Uh, and and that's you know I, I i don't know why that's just not my cup of tea i guess i know why you don't like it because it's on on the floor for stuff where the kitchen is so <laughs> you can't properly be in the kitchen and second thing is it's on the floor and that means that it's hard for you to do a puzzle because his back starts hurting if we do puzzle on the floor yeah and he sits there and he's like oh can i, I get also, to bed <laughs> i also just feel like i don't have the patience to do puzzles i am very i'm very impatient when it comes to stuff so like it's fun if i if, if i help her sometimes even though i don't like it because i obviously love her and want to help out <laughs> but um so if i find like you know five puzzle pieces in a row that fit then i'm like yeah i can do this and then then and then five minutes goes by where i don't find anything and then i'm like Oh, this sucks. <laughs> what a support system is it, right? <laughs> All right. So you can do some puzzles separately. I guess also Jonas is not entirely studying with you all the time. No, and I'm I obviously <laughs> not going to work with yeah. him. So Yeah, so I guess that's, that's, that's the main part. Okay, so you do have something separately. Yeah. Well, I do feel like it's a good time for the second song. Hmm? So Jonas, tell us what is the second song and... Yeah, tell us a little bit about that song. Yeah, the second song is called Bound to Break, uh, and it's about a breakup. Um, and that's the the video for Bound to Break is the one where I used to place the character of this uh, girl that breaks my heart, and uh, she's very good at that. Um, but yeah, it's just about it's just about a, it's a very I don't know hopeless song. You know, you feel like everything good will break. And that's kind of how I felt when I wrote it. Um, luckily, I'm out of that headspace now. So um, you can you can listen to how I felt when when I was in that headspace, I guess. So this is bound to break. never meant to be But she left my broken eye 
floating in a porcelain sea And the silence was deafening After all the planes had fell Silence was deafening And it keeps on ringing still Silence is deafening There's no way to drown it out We fell in love, we fell apart Now there is nothing left she cared what she couldn't sell Pretty little flower on the porcelain and pieces Cut myself so deep, never thought she would be the reason Everything's bound to break Everything's bound to break Everything's bound to break Everything's bound to break Swimming in the sea of shots Got myself on every piece Swimming all my heart has drowned Wish my soul would feel at ease And the silence was deafening After all the planes had fell Silence was deafening And it keeps on ringing still Silence is deafening There's no way to drown it out fell apart Now there is nothing left Cause she kept what she couldn't sell Pretty little flower on the porcelain and pieces Cut myself so deep, never thought she would be the reason Everything's bound to break Everything's bound to break Everything's bound to break Everything's bound to break We fell in love, we fell apart Now there is nothing left Cause she cared what she couldn't sell Thank you, Jonas, for this song. And this song I have heard before and I heard it more than once, even more <laughs> than three times. So uh, I can uh, say that the song is beautiful. The video is beautiful because I have seen it really worthwhile watching. So check it out either in the show notes or at the fiveoptions.com. And all right, let's move on to talk a little bit about your future aspirations, because we know now you are 21st century weirdos, <laughs> where you are like 21 and 24 years old, already married, and you, you have it all figured out uh, when it comes to love life and you're even aligned on stuff like having children and so on. But I would like to ask you a little bit, do you do stuff like couples goals plans desires well i i think we have similar goals um and i think we've talked about for a while that 
when we're you know ready for it when ice is done studying we will we will allocate to to lithuania and, and continue there um for 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 a multitude of reasons um but i also just yeah we're i, th I think we 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 know what we want from the future and we want the same things pretty much I wouldn't say we have like couple goal. We call it family goals, and uh, <laughs> yeah. it's more like you know uh, thinking about uh, what are our options, and uh, we are planning at least for now. It's, we are trying to save up for for a house in Lithuania, and we're thinking and looking up uh, what are the possibilities there for us, and um, also just uh, thinking about how. Uh, how studying my studying and how our possible future with you know actually becoming a bigger family is yeah. and and all that it's not really like set in stone because we both i think have experienced through uh yeah through our short lives <laughs> and how things change and how things are not don't go as you plan right so so we're open to what what happens will yeah. happen but we're ready for what comes i feel like we also have we have these individual goals you know i to has her business and i have my music but most of our goals are shared um so like i when i when i met Iste, i th i thought about going to study at university and um because mostly because that's what you do i guess um because if i have to be completely honest i don't i didn't really want to go study but i thought it would be a good idea because obviously you need money and and stuff to survive um but i feel like we figured out that it was a better idea for Aista to go study and focus on her study and not having to work um so in order to get esu in denmark you have to work as a foreigner 10 to 12 hours a week and i could just i said that when we met and it was just draining her completely like she was just yeah it was it was slowly killing her so i thought and she didn't have time to go to school. Like often she would have to go to work when she was supposed to be. In, it was just when she was supposed to be in school and it was just a mess. So I just feel like we figured out that since I kind of enjoy my job at the moment, I don't, I don't hate it at least. Then I could continue with that and be, you know, the sort of monetary source. Uh, and then she would be allowed to, to go to school and get an education. So she, so she would be able to get a good job once we move to lithuania it's kind of goals that are separate but they become they become kind of the same the same you know in the end goal is usually the same it's just like the way we get there is, is, is small steps that we also call maybe objectives is a better way to define yeah. it but goals as well the smaller mm -hmm. ones that we and it leads to 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 the same couple's family goal that we want to reach in the end of that day yeah so a few questions here what's that family objective that you want to reach so family objective is going to buying a house, possibly building a house in a couple couple of years, and uh, and moving to live in Lithuania. Hopefully, with me getting a job there, um, that's and kind of the biggest goal. And and then getting babies. <laughs> How many? <laughs> well, that's a good question. How many babies? Let's start with one at some point, and then we can see. So um, you don't have a number. No, I feel like. Aista has a very big family, you know, she has three siblings. I have one brother. Um, so, I, I don't know, I'm, I'm open to, you know, I feel like, I feel like at some point you're going to be like, okay, this is enough. But, but right now I don't, I, I have no limit. Okay. Another question. Uh, what is that job? 
that you're oh, doing? Uh, <laughs> so I work in a nursery. I'm a I'm an assistant teacher. Um, so it's with kids from age zero to three. Usually they're in Denmark ten months old when they come to the nursery because mom and dad have to go back to work. Um, so yeah, I'm just you know taking care of them during the day hours and then. Preparing for our kids. Yeah, good saying. training. <laughs> really, yeah. really good training. And how long have you been doing that? Oh, for three years. And I've, you, wor- I've yeah. worked in the same place now for two years, and then I had another job in another day in another nursery before. So um, demanding job, huh? And he doesn't have kids the, after three years, <laughs> so that's <laughs> really good. Yeah, yeah. I just, I just feel like I see, I see a lot of good qualities in kids they're you know optimistic and they're very happy and they're very loving if you give them love they give love back and it does it's always nice to be to be attacked in the morning when you come in the door with hugs and you know that's so cute yeah <laughs> you you really you, it looks like you chose well i stand he's going to be well trained he will know so much about how to handle kids and all the possible yeah. ups and downs yes. of the kids that's awesome exactly that's that's a very good start of a smart <laughs> woman isn't she yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> impress Yes. <laughs> with me, not yeah, with him. Well. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, come on, man. Uh, yeah, yeah, I come and I love uh, Eurovision. <laughs> I can't move from that point. <laughs> All right. So we uh, at least we know what that job is. Uh, yes. We know uh, that you want to move. I'm curious, why Lithuania? How has Lithuania won over Denmark? Well, it's hard for me first off to find a job in Denmark, and I feel like it's it's uh, it was a little bit difficult for me. And maybe I also have this uh, idea of uh, of Denmark now that is a little bit different than I had before. I mean, there's not really very big differences. Um, there is this difference between you know my parents living in Lithuania and it being more expensive to go to Denmark rather than from Denmark to yeah. Lithuania. Um, our possibilities to have our house, for example, are also very different in Lithuania. It's for more sure. affordable than here. So, so let's say if if we would live in the same apartment that we live right now, and my parents would come to visit, it would cost them a lot to get a hotel or something. And if we live in Lithuania and we have our house, then if his parents come, then it's easier with the flight, and also they can stay with us, which also doesn't cost anything, and we can have them for however long we feel. Another reason is that uh, his parents are a little bit older, so they uh, they would probably have more possibilities to come and stay for a longer period of time than my parents would. And, and yeah, you also have younger siblings. You have a brother that's four. Yeah, so and I, I miss my siblings. Yeah, extremely. and I understand. Like my brother is my brother's twenty. He he he's twenty. Um. So and you know, I don't I don't need to see him as often as as. You know, if as a little little baby boys and, and girls that are like six years old, they're so cute. No. Yeah. Yes. So how many how many sisters and brothers you have? I have two sisters and a brother. No. <laughs> <laughs> but it's only this one brother that is that young, right? Yes. The, yeah, the my, o- sister, my sisters, my sister, one sister is three years younger than the other one is eleven, twelve now, and then the little boy will yeah. be six. He's five now, so they're tiny and they're yeah. cute and. But I think it it comes down to this, uh, what we can let ourselves yeah. to do in in the country. We have more we have more possibilities in Lithuania with with Aista having the education. She's gonna be the one who earns the majority okay. of the money, and she will have an easier time doing that in Lithuania. And it's insane how 
cheap it is to buy property in Lithuania in comparison to Denmark. Like it's it's, it's nuts. Like I was I was so surprised I mean, when I f- no no but I was like I've only been used to Danish prices and I know how expensive it is. So you know, it's just yeah. yeah. But it's just I think it's overall just just the how it fits for us and its current idea of what fits for us, right? Maybe at some point we will be like, well, this doesn't fit us anymore, and maybe we will need to go and find somewhere else to be. So, yeah. so are you learning Lithuanian? Not actively. I I I, I need I need to though because I need to. I, my main reason for wanting to learn Lithuanian is not t- to be able to. Sp- the language but mostly to be able to communicate with Isa's parents because I feel like I see the relationship that she has with my parents and I would love to have that with her parents and I feel like it's not really possible unless I learn how to speak Lithuanian and yeah yeah because I I I've met uh, with Isa and Jonas before and Isa was like fluent in Danish <laughs> so I true. <laughs> yes it is true you can have a conversation in Danish yeah so you constantly speak Danish. So anyway, you are actively working on your Danish. So I was surprised to hear that you are actually planning for Lithuania and you're not learning Lithuanian yeah. uh, proactively. So there may be some couple uh, goals. <laughs> to oh, I, I think I need, to, I, I, I need to get on that. But yeah, it has some books and stuff. It's just harder when you don't hear it at all, yeah. almost. And I think in you've Lithuanian a, like language. ever since we met each other, you've improved like a lot. So I think just from being here, you you learned automatically. Yeah. So I would say so as well. But I need to get on it. Just a heads up, because I also have a husband that has another language. You know that it works both ways. That she can learn from you just like you can learn from her. So <laughs> just a little. <laughs> I mean, I ask her about like what what things are called, and you know, I I try to say like simple phrases to her often, and she t- teaches me about Lithuanian grammar because that's. A freaking nightmare i mean my parents are impressed and every single time my grandma hears about him saying something in lithuanian her heart melts she's so happy <laughs> so that's I also an incentive go. <laughs> good nice so you're planning to move to lithuania uh, for now uh, if that's uh, if that's where you still feel in a how how long is it before you finish a uh, year and a half. Okay, year and a half. And obviously, since you've been around a year and a half together, you know how much can change within a year and a half. Of course. So we are about to finalize uh, our show for today. So a final word from you. What do you believe can help people to be happy in their relationships? Um, I feel like if you... Obviously, you need to love each other. That's the main ingredient. But then if you if 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 that love is strong enough, I feel like you will be able to give the person the space to to, you know, do their projects and whatever they want to do um, and just communicate. I feel like that's the most important thing. If you communicate well, then, you know, the rest will solve itself. I would say be so open. give people the space to do their puzzle. <laughs> and uh, and uh, communicate and be open. Yeah. Thank you sure. so much for coming today. And uh, Dave hit the tune. You are listening to You've Got Five Options radio show, where we hopefully convinced you that five indeed is a magic number. To catch up with our previous programs, apply to be our guest, send us your life challenge, or just to see how do we really look like, 
visit our website, thefiveoptions.com.